Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for joining Trap House Politics. I'm so glad you guys came in today to talk and see what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, y'all. So, you know, I'll be getting real excited. That's all y'all just heard, a whole bunch of excitement. But um, today we're going to be talking about a lot of things. I'm telling y'all, the Young Turks, they done riled me up today, baby. I love the Young Turks. They got some real good footage about all kinds of stuff, you know. I went on there. I just could not even think. Man, I was like, this is a good video. This is a good video. I was just all over the place. I, was, I found them on Facebook. Um, I mean, YouTube. I think I've seen them on both, actually. I was just like really looking into their stuff they got pretty good stuff so you're going to hear a video from them today um you're also going to hear um a video from facebook that i found with um lavar walker comedian and then um i'll be doing some shout outs to the friends and families that i have um in the world and then we'll talk about a little black history but um to, to really give you you know a really great greeting i would like to say good morning good morning good morning good afternoon good afternoon good afternoon good evening good evening good neat good evening whenever you decided to hit that play button may the rest of your day be great moving forward okay so today we're going to be talking about the kins and karens that's what the Young Turks video will be about. I want you to feel free to tell me how you feel about the video. You know, um, I'm going to definitely be telling you how I feel during the video and after, most likely. So, um, and I was browsing through Facebook. I ran into an old video from LeVar Walker Comedian. He was talking about Method Man and Wendy Williams. I mean, like, this ain't my first time hearing this story, you know. Uh, back when I heard it before, Method Man had denied it. He had denied that he had ever been with her, and he was mad at her. And I don't understand what that's about. So we're going to hear what Lavelle, I mean LeVar, Walker, comedian, is talking about. And then you'll hear what I have to say about what he's talking about. i like to know what you guys have to say, you know. Um, and then hopefully you'll enjoy that black history uh, message that I have for you. Um, I'm going to try to do that more often. So without further ado, let's get this ball rolling and get this party started. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good time listening. Today, I have been on the internet, and I've seen a couple of stories that kind of moved me to talk about them today. Um, the Young Turks really caught my attention. They have some pretty good stories on there. So, if I don't cover, you know, you know what you already, you know, know about, go on there and check it out. The Young Turks. I have a um, subscription with them, and they be really showing some really good footage and so i'm going to play a video from them that um it was from april 16th this year and we're going to talk about that 
And then there's also, like, I haven't seen this video. I think I'm going to go ahead and we're going to play it and watch it together. The Young Turks. You can watch live week weekdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 11.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Um, I really like them. They're awesome. Check them out online. I, I usually find them on YouTube, but they have a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram page. So, yeah, the Young Turks. Let's listen to... This is called... This, the topic of this video for the Young Turks is called Indisputable. And it says, a male Karen gets violence at Walmart. This is not the initial video I wanted to talk about. But it just popped up, and I just really want to check it out. And I think you guys might enjoy it as well. It's a 6 minute and 47 second long video. And if I have anything to say, I will say it during the video. So here we go. I'm going to press play. You know what we do. All across America... We look for Karens of the world because Karens are dangerous and they need to be exposed. That's right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, meet a male Karen today, a Ken. I will call him Ken. Chuck Norris Ken. Chuck Norris Ken decided it was a good idea at a Walmart um, to go unmasked and violent. He exercised violence against a black male um, who was the nicest guy you could ever meet. Uh, this took place in Austin, Texas. Uh, over the weekend, this male Karen tried to punch and kick uh, an innocent black man who said he just came for a new Pokemon video game. Uh -huh. Here it is. doing the most that's the nicest brother on the planet ain't it please understand this yes okay now i don't know if you heard it but this male karen aka ken when he was walking up to him he says do you want to see my back kick yeah like who in the hell talks like that yeah other than a male karen uh big ups to this guy for keeping his calm he did uh, he did not run away from the guy no he didn't goodness this is just out of damn control. He wasn't scared at all. Anna? I mean, it's just, it's just so embarrassing. It right? really like, is. I don't know what made this guy, this male Karen, and let me just say, I do appreciate that we're finally also focusing on the male Karens. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> we equal opportunity be... here. Equal Thank opportunity. You. Yes, because they can be just as bad, if not in some cases worse, yeah. uh, than the female Karens. Uh, but I will say that that man clearly has some deep-seated insecurities. I mean, it, he's trying to like walk around looking like a tough guy, but in reality, he's an embarrassment. I mean, if I were related to him, I'd be deeply 
like embarrassed mm-hmm. i feel a deep level of shame yes and for me okay so there's like the embarrassment part of it but then there's this ongoing trend in the country and it's been going on for several years now that i just don't understand and it's this desire to approach strangers and mm-hmm. harass them out of nowhere yeah right just leave people alone i mean right. you certainly see this with individuals who still feel uncomfortable uh, without a mask in public they'll still wear masks when they're outdoors leave them alone leave them alone if they want to wear masks when they're outside let them wear masks right. why does it bother anyone right um in fact i was approached by uh two older ladies uh in my neighborhood i was walking around with a mask on this is several weeks ago and I'm about to cross them. I'm walking my dog. We're about to cross paths. And one of them just asks me in like a very rude way, like why I'm wearing my mask. And I just had this knee jerk reaction of telling her to shut the F up. <laughs> and I kept walking <laughs> because like, don't, don't approach strangers right. with the one and only intention of getting under their skin or harassing them or bothering them. Yeah. Like everyone's already dealing with a lot. Mm-hmm. So just whatever, whatever issue this guy had, whatever deep seated insecurity he's got, yeah. go take a Krav Maga class, leave people alone. <laughs> right. If you listen to the video, uh, the, I Karen, love these people. The Ken is saying things like, Oh, y'all black folks or black people are supposed to be so strong, right? Like he's literally connecting the physical strength of this individual uh, to his blackness as if it deserves to be challenged Mm. just because it exists. Mm -hmm. And because it exists, I need to be the person to challenge this on behalf of the white race. Now, let me say this, because I just, I want to keep it 100 with you, Anna. Do you feel like I feel sometimes when you see white people do things like this? Let me tell you, I feel there's a part of me that always feels a little embarrassed when Ben Carson talks. Yeah. Because he's black. Yes. And I'm like, damn. When Candace Owens speaks, I'm like, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, God. She's black. Oh, my if God. If this is what she's saying and doing right. to represent black people. Oh, my Lord. Right? So there's a part of me mm-hmm. that just feels like, I hate that we got to take that one for the team. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Do you feel that way when you see white people act like this? <laughs> I don't, mostly because I don't think that any uh, individual or group of individuals is representative of an an entire group, right? So, um, you know, I I think that there sometimes is a temptation to feel that way when it comes to um, even smaller minorities. Like, for instance, Armenians are such a tiny, tiny population in the United States that, you know, if we ever get any type of publicity, I I like it when it's positive publicity. I wasn't really a huge fan of, like, the Kardashians representing us for so long. <laughs> I, I, I also just don't really. You shouldn't feel embarrassed by Candace Owens, like because girl, bye. Candace Owens is not representative of black people at all. At all, Owens is representative of something um, that's very prominent in media right now, which is the grift. I mean, yeah, exactly. she realized that she could like carve out an avenue for herself by being a black woman who says awful things yeah. about black people. Right. And we see that with other minorities, other disenfranchised groups. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Rubin made an entire career out of it as a gay person who says that he left the left because the left was too authoritarian or something. I mean, it's just, it's, I, I, I hope that 
people become a little faster in identifying these okay. rifts as they happen. Right. Um, because it keep, the cycle keeps repeating itself. But mm. no, I, I don't feel embarrassed when I see uh, a Ken or a Karen do embarrassing things. They mm. represent me. Good for you. I, That's I'm, good. I'm working to get where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, good for you. Me too. I wish a Karen would. <laughs> I've got the- I hope you're enjoying the show. Don't swipe. I'll be right back. Been busy today. Can you move that? Uh, looks like uh, Wendy Williams has documented a one night stand she had with Method Man. Let's take a look at this. When I was locked away at a place that I didn't belong, because I'm not an addict, I was addicted to coke, and I quit on my own. It took four days, and I was an eight-ball girl by myself. Yeah, that's what, that was something else I wanted to talk about, but go ahead. You know, with the, the only thing I did, I, I smoked a blunt with Red Man, excuse me, with Method Man, um, um, while I gave him a bath, and it was a one-night stand. And, what? And he'll deny it, maybe not. You know, that wasn't in the movie. I, it wasn't in the movie. It wasn't in the movie because Red Man, uh, excuse me, Method Man is still very angry at me. For what? Um, for, I don't know, for, for being me, for telling the truth. It was one night we were in the club. A fight broke out and gunshots broke out. The, the, the fight was ridiculous. The whole Wu-Tang was there, but it was only meth up in the rafters. And see, that's where I go to observe everything because I was by myself. And he's like, yo, Wendy, because he'd been on the show before, and he was effed up. And I smelled the weed, and, and I had weed, but he had better, you know. Um, I didn't roll blunts. I rolled joints because I was never really a blunt roller, and they're sloppy. Um, he rolled a blunt. We smoked a blunt. We watched the fight. We heard the gunshots. The cops came in. He was he was rolling with, uh, you know, the car from Staten Island with the whole clan and their people. And I, I said to him, I guess I batted my eyes and, you know, rocked my shoulders. And I, know. Right. Yeah. And I said, um, I said, you know, you want to come over? And he said, yeah, I'll follow you. And I said, give me your hand. And I grabbed his hand and, and he, he put his head down and I put my head down. And people didn't even realize at the time it was Wendy and one of the biggest stars, the lead of of the leader of the biggest group in the world mm-hmm. just left, got in her Pathfinder, and went back to her penthouse in Jersey wow. City. Sound like the walk of shame. she bathed him in her jacuzzi tub. Wow. Before. And, and smoked more um, weed. You know, that was back in the Coke days. I don't remember what he did. I'm not going to implicate him on that. Um, um, I did give I don't him- know if I'm asking too much, but, you know, was it, did you guys go all the way? Yes. Yo, meth. Yo, method man. Call me, man. I, I can't. I, For what? Like, who is bruh, it? I can't imagine how you feel right now. No, you can't. No, you can't. You know, we so. have all taken some. We, we've all taken one for the team. But, jeez, man. You are. You really taken one for the team with this. this I is beg a, to differ. I beg to differ. It's a hell, man. I, uh, you so this wrong. You so and wrong. You know. You wrong for that. I guess you know we get drunk and you just out. You drunk and high. You don't know what's going on. 
You know, there's a lot of men. You've woken up and open your eyes and you look next to you and you're just ashamed. This ain't ashamed. real comedy. You wake up with a disgrace Mm-mm. next to you. And you and that is not one. Politely, you, you, you're ashamed of yourself when you look at what is laying next to you and you say, why did I do this? I'm sure you grabbed the covers. Wow. After this was over, like, why? Oh, my goodness. Why did I do this? I can't believe this man is saying this. Meth, man. Jesus Christ, man. Everybody know meth. Can you get the ladies? We all know you all ladies love meth. Okay. But, bruh, Wendy Williams, man. Whew. Nigga, you can pull problem, Wendy. Man. I don't know. But this is what I want to think. I want to think that maybe, maybe she took advantage of you, man. Oh, get the fuck out of here. what happened, man. Oh, my goodness. That was happening. But when it's dark in them clubs... One thing about a club, when it's dark, it's super dark, and you hide in a club, you know, them booger bears, they... Oh, wow, he called her a whole booger bear. I had to pause this for a second, and I did not catch it quick enough before I heard him call her a motherfucking booger bear. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, this motherfucker look like a, this nigga look like a sun-dried, sun-dried tomato ass, Spike Lee looking motherfucker. I can't believe this shit. And I don't give a damn, Wendy on her best day. Probably look like whatever he ever fucked with look better. He probably ain't never looked like, uh, dated nothing that looked better than Wendy. As ugly as his ass is. LeVar Walker, comedian, on Facebook. This is what I'm watching. I'm like, this motherfucker done lost his mind. Let me finish uh, playing this before I continue talking shit. Because I just can't believe he caused this comedy to, to just shit on this woman like this. They can somehow look good. Because, you know, it looks smoky in there. And you 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 think you see something that's beautiful, but, but it's not. And clearly, he ain't never been up in the area where she said she went up to to be with Meth. They wasn't down there in the dark part of the club. They wasn't down there with the public. They don't kick it with us. They got their own group. They got their own section in the club. That's where they was at. It's well lit. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not dark and all that shit like they couldn't see. He knew what the fuck. He said, hey, Wendy. It wouldn't know, oh, you look like Wendy Williams. He'd know exactly who the fuck that bitch was. The part I don't like is how they put the heads down. You know, that I call that the walk of shame because, you know, he don't want to be seen. You a hoe. You, I don't know if you was married at the time, and if that is the problem, you know, I, will, I, will, I, I can't understand it, but I understand it. Because I don't understand a nigga cheating on his wife. That's I just can't understand that. But if, you know, he was trying not to upset his wife by seeing walking with that woman and holding her hand, then I can understand that. But I still can't understand that shit. But anyway, let me get back to the video. We only got like a few seconds, a minute left. Here we go. You end up going home with him. Oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. And then the sun comes out and the light comes in that room and, and you have the truth. 
I know when you woke up that next day and you saw this woman, you was like, what the hell? I know you look like, what the hell is this? Who are you? I know when she took off them lashes, the wig. Oh my God. Look like Wendy. Okay, this motherfucker is really getting me together, okay, with the way he is talking about this. If you wake up, I know everybody done had that moment when you wake up, like, there's a time when you wake up, you don't know where you at, right? You could be in, you could be in your own house, just fell asleep in a different part of your house and where you don't normally fall asleep and you woke up and looked around, didn't recognize the room right away, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, you know, if you go to the club and you bring home somebody, you know, you used to say, you know, you used to being in a relationship with somebody and then you wake up next to your one night stand. And you're like, OK, who is this? Now, I feel like you only really get scared and offended if you woke up with the opposite sex and you didn't know that that's what was going on when you met that person. And y'all was so drunk and high and y'all woke up and OK, like you know, a man waking up with a, a, a transgender in the bed with him. I, mean, I could understand that being a, a, you took a L or whatever. You didn't know what the fuck was going on. I don't even think you should go all the way with that one either. I don't think that's no motherfucking excuse. But I'm just saying, like, if you want to say that you didn't think somebody looked like they was looking when you met them, and, and then when the lights come on and all that shit, and they looking completely different, I'm thinking, like, you know, I ain't gonna lie. There are some makeups out there that will, a motherfucker wipe that makeup off, there a whole nother complexion up underneath with battle wounds and black eyes, raccoons and sh- raccoon eyes and shit. All kinds of shit going on with that. But this, I don't, I feel like the way he expressing this is I would have to wake up in the bed next to a nigga that, is a girl. I thought it was a nigga and it's a girl. That would really fuck me up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or, you know, the way he explaining this, that's how I would take it. Like, just being Wendy, like, she is beautiful. Back in the day, she didn't look even as, like, she she looked better then than she do now. I'ma just put it to you like that. She looked better then. I saw her on the cover of a magazine and she was really young and I was like if I had never seen this uh this her on the cover of this magazine I used to think that Wendy was a man but then when I saw her on the cover of this magazine at a younger age significantly younger and she looked so beautiful I was like okay this is a real woman her facial features were you know more feminine looking and all that back then Look for her on the cover of a magazine. I don't know what it's called. I forgot. I used to have the magazine because I wanted to show it. but um, And I probably still got it, but I don't know. But back to this video. And finish what LeVar is talking about. Let me see what he's talking about. He's just really getting up under my skin talking about this beautiful black woman. Like, she's some type of mistake, a catastrophe. Like, met the man, couldn't have did worse. That nigga, I'm telling you, met the man is fine. I would love to have anybody have a one-night story to tell about met the man. They're going to tell that shit. Met the man is fine as fuck. And for how can, how can you get mad, Method Man? You did the shit, obviously. Don't fuck around and say you didn't do the shit. If you did it, you did it. Be a man. Don't be ashamed. I don't care if you did cheat on somebody when you did the shit. 
You did the shit. Do it. I mean, she ain't gonna sit there on national motherfucking television talking about she did some shit she didn't do. She's a whole personality that was bigger and, and all that than than Method Man in the first damn place. She would be fucking up her career before she fuck a Method Man career. Stop playing. Can take her legs off too. I knew you were like, oh, what have I done? And for you, Wendy, to come out on this man, this man is married. Just so you can get some attention. Now, now that's messed up. He married. Even if this did happen, can't you respect this marriage? Yeah, that's and right. When this happened, weren't you married? You know, you've been blaming everything on your husband. Your husband what was you doing? Right. Were you married? I don't know if you were at this time, but I think you might have been married at this time. I think so. I don't know. You cheated on that man. Mm-hmm. Both of them was cheating. Damn, you let her give you a bath, bro. Why not? A bath. The nigga must have been dirty. In a damn jacuzzi. For sure. Takes a bath in a jacuzzi. Rich people, nigga. Rich people, shit. That's just, she's bathing you in the nasty waters, going in the jets, spitting back out of the. It's a penthouse. With maids and shit. Two pieces of meat in a bowl of soup. You sound nasty as fuck. Oh, God, man. You trifling. You trifling, Lavelle Walker. LeVar, my bad. You done been there. You done, you done messed with an ugly, crazy-looking woman before. We all, we've all been there before. Uh-huh. We've all been down this road. But Jesus, the worst thing that happened is that they get famous. That you famous, too. Now they talk about you. Come on, it was a one-night stand. Like, Beth, call me, bro. For what? Call me. Not, no reason to. <laughs> Ain't no reason to call that nigga. All he gonna do is make shit worse. All he gonna do is make it worse. Make him feel worse about the situation. He already said too much. My whole thing, when you're talking about this Method Man and Wendy Williams, I feel like, okay, at the end of the day, the only sympathy I have for Method Man is that this is old. It didn't have to be brought up. I know there's so many one-night stands and all that. This is 2021. And this video was, uh, I think, in January this year. And I'm sure that that motherfucking one-night stand happened many, many, many years ago. Um, But it must have been a wonderful experience for Wendy because she is talking about it. You feel me? So maybe there's nothing else to talk about. I mean, she... She done talked about her marriage. It it went down, you know, like it was, you know, it went down. It went down. And, you know, I just feel like, um, I don't know if this interview was after her marriage uh, took a fall or whatever. But what I do know is that she had a right to tell her story, just like Metha had a right to tell his story. And I hope you don't bring no harm to her because of this please do not hurt our sister we don't need that and that's all that i really wanted to say you know i want everybody to try to uh you know pay attention wendy's going through something right now i ain't gonna lie to you i used to didn't like her i didn't like her and i i don't really care too much for her it's just i just care for people and i just want people to be treated right people need to treat people right and all that, you know, so I don't care who, who you are. If you're being mistreated and I see it and I got a platform to talk about it, 
I'm going to talk about it because I want you to be ashamed of yourself because you shouldn't treat people like that. And Miss Wendy, I, you know what? Tell your story, honey. It's yours to tell. And uh, Method Man, um, I just want to say with your fine self, please, just please try to forgive her. You know, I mean, you must have gave her a wonderful experience. You must remember it as well. So I'm just saying, like, don't go too hard on her. You know what it was. Y'all got down, and it was awesome, obviously. It was awesome. You feel me? So, you know, everything done in the dark come out to light. So that's why it's out. So just let it go now. Just let it flow. Under the water, under the bridge like water, let it flow. So I want to officially give all of the podcast platforms a shout out. I'm going to start with Breaker.audio. You can find me on there. Apple Podcast, Overcast.fm, Apple, po- uh, Apple Podcast, Pocket Podcast, Radio Public Podcast, and Spotify. I'm sure you might be able to find me on CastBox as well. But if you don't, if you're not able to find me there, you will be able to find me there soon. And you will also be able to find me at YouTube, uh, you know, for Lady Dia or Lydia or, yeah, Vu. So just keep looking. Um... For our podcast, we'll be coming up with something for you, trying to come up with something for you every month. Trap House Politics. Okay, I like to do a birthday shout out this shout out is going to be for the month of July there was a lot of people in my family and friends that's birthdays were this month so we're going to start with ones off the top of my head I can't really remember everybody but I'm going to try to do the best that I can and the first person I'm going to say is my nephew James July 12th was his birthday. Happy birthday, nephew. I'm so sorry I wasn't able to make it. So then there was somebody else's birthday on that same day. Actually, um, one of my baby daddy's birthday is on that day, Luke. Happy birthday, Luke. Um, let's see. For the month of July... So I'm going to come on. Okay, so my sister and my brother, they're twins. The mother's from, the baby's and brother, sister and brother from another mother. <laughs> and father. Because <laughs> they, um, you know, it's like a, you know, a love brotherhood and sisterhood. Christ Jesus and God himself. So, with that being said, my sister and brother, um, Erica and Eric, I believe their birthday was July 7th. 
And then um, Dee Dee's birthday was July 8th, which is my homegirl. And my cousin China birthday, I believe it is on the 4th of July. Or it's the 3rd. I believe it's the 4th. We always celebrate on the 4th. It could be the 3rd. I don't know. But I love you guys. And let's see here. My One of my longtime best friends' birthday was July 1st. His name is Pedro. Happy birthday, Pedro. I ain't talked to you in a long time. But I know you had a blast. It was the day after mine. So I can never forget your birthday. It's the next day after mine. July 1st. So, we're going to come back towards where we are today. We're at the end of July, the end of the month. And so, I started at the 12th, which was kind of towards the middle of where we are today. And it was kind of like approximate, you know, it's not like dead on, it's just a couple days off. Anyway, however, anyway. So my grandson's birthday is July 26th. His birthday just passed. I kind of was really private about it. Happy birthday, meet you, man. Nana loves you. And then my son... Isaiah, his birthday was on July 24th, along with my mother's soup. Yes, I love you, mommy. I love you, Zay, baby. Happy birthday to you guys. Um, hmm. And then we have my ex-birthday, which is coming up July 31st. Yep, and I think that about wraps up July for me. If you have anyone whose birthday passed in July or it's coming up and you want to shout them out, feel free to drop a line in the comments. Leave a message however you like, and I will shout them out for you and shout them out with love. So, I want to enlighten you guys about a, I guess it's a program or app. You probably can download it or something. It's called Push Black. I got it from Facebook. I'm in a group, I guess, or something. I don't know. I'll be doing stuff. I don't know what I'll be doing. But I receive a message or a few messages from this app every day. That's how I got it set up. You can have it set up two to three times a week or daily or no black history at all. So I, you know, they give you a chance to like unsubscribe if they do too much. I like daily. So, I'm going to choose one of the latest stories. I'm going to read it to you guys. And let's see if we can be enlightened or inspired together. Let's see what Push Black has for us today. 
Okay. So it says, okay, we have a officer here with his hand out. <sighs> oh, sorry for the yawn. My bad. Okay, so it says, after hiding behind a Taylor Swift song, his sinister plan backfired. And then it has a start, a start, like a button for you to push to get more information about, you know, the caption of the story. Do it give me a little ding? Let me see. Let me see where is it? There it go. It popped up on, on my phone. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going too far. I think I lost it. Let's go this way. Let's go go this way. Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going I'm to go and try to edit that out. Okay, so this is, it says, California Sergeant David Shelby recently came under fire for playing a Taylor Swift song while being recorded by an anti-police terror project protester. But why? Are we having a dance party now? Asked the protester. Actually, the reason for the music was much more sinister. So I click the next button. Bam. I guess every time I click the button, you're going to hear it pop up on the phone too. I'm using my phone to record. I'm using my laptop. And they're connected. So you're going to hear when I, you know, when I get the next message. So the next message says, you can record all you want. I just know it can't be posted on YouTube, Shelby said. Referring to the YouTube copyright policy that is often automatically that often automatically removes videos containing someone else's music, a policy that officers have manipulated before. So y'all understand what it, what they're saying is like you you can't post this video on YouTube if. Uh, if you don't say, I do, I am not the owner of, I am, I do not own the rights to this music. If you don't say that during the video, put it in the captions, they will mute your video or maybe not even post it at all. And that is what the police officer was trying to do. Use that as a tool that was really smart on his behalf, but it seemed like he was planning to be, uh, on a on a worse side of the law than he was supposed to be if he had to do something like that to cover up what he was doing. I don't think you should use that uh, if you're not covering up something. So I kind of feel like he was, it's like a big red flag. He's telling on himself. Okay, so the next message says, in a country where only seven states require body cams and police brutality typically gains attention through civilian video footage. That manipulation infringes on our First Amendment rights to document police misconduct. But there's a silver lining to this story. I'm going to click next. I'm going to hear a ding. I'm going to see the next message. Pop, there we go. Oh. You guys got to look at this. Despite the cops' hopes 
The video of the altercation has now has 700,000 views. The anti-police terror project is using that visibility to garner funds for the family of Stephen Taylor, the man that they were protesting for in the first place. Now you who are listening can also join the crowdfunding at GoFundMe. Next. It may not be surprising that police are dishonest, but it's important for us to know how they make it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to redo this one. It may not be surprising that police are dishonest, but it's important for us to know how they make that dishonesty possible. From body cams, body cams to cell phones, we have the right to document their brutality, even if they still try to cover it up. Next. That is the end of the articles. What I do love is at the end of every push black um, article that you choose to read, the um the I guess you would say the owner he has like wonderful messages that pop up at the end. They use your name and says thanks for being a push black donor because I did uh donate one time and it wasn't a lot but they don't let me forget. And for that that makes me want to donate more. Um, you fuel our work to raise up black voices and advance criminal justice reform. We have one more question or a quick favor to ask. Will you share Push Black to your Facebook wall to encourage your friends to donate? It only takes seconds. I say, yeah. Come on, let's do it. Yeah, buddy. I want y'all to read about it. I want y'all to know about this stuff. Oh, they made me have a fundraiser? Wow. Oh. I, can, I wouldn't mind helping them out. We can go ahead and do that. Create that. Yeah, I just created a fundraiser on Facebook. For push black. <sighs> All right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Join us again today. 
I appreciate that you took out the time to listen to what I had to talk about today. Thank you for always supporting me. I love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great day. This is El Boogie with Trap House Politics. And I'm out. Thank you.